What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Gossip with Meredith and Steph. This week, of course, we're recapping The Bachelorette. And let's just say, if you guys thought that last week's episode was cringe, this week is a hell of a lot worse. Now, Mare, what's the skinny on Gossip of the Week? So we are going to begin talking about Ariana Grande blessing us with her new music video and her new song, Positions. It's beautiful. It's a piece of art. (laughs) Then we're moving on to Kim Kardashian's 40th birthday trip. A lot of controversy, and we are here to give our opinions. Let's get into it. Now, before we dive into anything else, I just wanted to make a public service announcement. Meredith and I recorded last night. We had over an hour's worth of content. We were feeling good. We were over-the-top energy, and we didn't (laughs) shut the fuck up for probably an hour. Literally over an hour of us not shutting our traps. And right when we were done, we were so happy. And then we looked down. The entire recording app on her computer completely exited out and only restored about 16 minutes worth. When I say (laughs) anger and rage flowed through my body, I didn't even know how to react. And it's not like it was 10 minutes after we were done filming. Not even 20, not 30. It was the second we were done, it closed out and said a big fuck you. And so now... (laughs) We are back again, day two, recording. (laughs) Starting from the tippy top. And you know what? Thank God that we love talking about this shit and just talking in general. Otherwise, this would be living hell. But honestly, I'm feeling more passionate somehow than I was yesterday. More on top of it. Absolutely. So you guys are in for a treat. Next thing we wanted to update you guys on, a little thing that me and Meredith have been up to. Did we or did we not go get ourselves a little lip flip? If you don't know what this is, look it up on TikTok because you damn well know that's where we saw it. And we <laughs> saw it on TikTok and said, sign me up. Mm-hmm. So a lip flip is basically where they just inject a little Botox above your lip, your upper lip. And when I heard the number $50, <laughs> I said, wait, confusion. So I had to check. I found a spa. I emailed them. She wrote me back in 0.2 seconds and said, in fact, it is $50. <laughs> That's when I immediately looked at Steph and I said, do we or do we not? And I'm over here. I'm absolutely completely terrified of needles. I hate getting shots. I will do anything to avoid getting my flu shot. Like, I'm sorry, I can't do needles. Even though I've had many piercings, many tattoos, doesn't add up. So I said to Mara, okay, like, obviously, if you're going to get it done, I'm getting it done. What does she do? Say, okay, well, we have an appointment for tomorrow and you're going. When I wrote the woman back and she said, come in tomorrow at three o'clock. I couldn't have said yes fast enough. Yeah. I had to talk little Miss Stephanie Ann. She's a little nervous, but hey, there was no way. Cause I said, I go, you can just come with yeah. me and watch and see if you want to get it done. That was a big fucking no. <laughs> I was like, like, absolutely not. Am I tagging along? I have to do it. I'm like, I'm either going and getting it done or I'm going and getting it done. Like there's no other options here. And Steph, how are we dealing with our results? What do we think? I'm over the moon. I'm overjoyed. You guys, when I say there are literally no cons to this, like it took the actual procedure, four little pokes above your lip, took literally five seconds, five to 10 seconds. It was so quick. We were in and out of that bitch in 15 minutes. So quick, so affordable. 
and it's so subtle. So it's not like you're going to have jelly in your lips. Yeah. It's not like they're going to look huge. It just kind of raises your upper lip so that when you smile, it doesn't fold under. Exactly. Oh and my God. Guess what? If you don't like it, which that's not even going to happen. No, it's not an option. <laughs> yeah. Um, it only lasts like two to three months. Just a little thing to try, see if you like it. And let's just say we love it. So if you're looking for a sign to go and waste some $50, this is the thing you should waste it on mm -hmm. because it's damn well worth it. Could I have gone without it? Sure. Am I happy I have it? Absolutely. Now let's get into the meat of it all. The Bachelorette. The episode this week was beyond my wildest expectations in the worst way and in the best way. So usually when they show the previews for the next week and there's all this drama, that's usually what the entire episode is about. Like they could have drawn out this Yosef thing for a majority of the episode. However, that was only a small and minor part of this week's episode. It was a shit show start to finish, a train wreck a fucking dumpster fire. And we're starting it off with Yosef. And Mary, you make a great point because if this episode had none of the drama that it did and it was just Yosef's part, everyone would be talking about that. Like, he's so lucky that he basically like was the least of the worries out of the entire episode. Oh yeah, because then everybody would hate him much more than they do, but yeah. instead they hate Claire more. How does that happen? So... Yosef is basically sitting with all the guys at the rose ceremony and he is nonstop bitching about how classless and like disgusted he is with Claire and the dodgeball group date. And he's just talking to all the guys all this shit. And the guys are like, I think it was Riley, turned to him and were like, all right, you're saying all this now. You have a lot to say behind her back, but are you going to say it to her face? Like, are you going to ask, is this how you feel? Are you going to tell her? And he said, absolutely, I'm 100% planning on it. I always speak my mind. And the guys are like, all right, if he if he confronts her, like, I hope he does it in the right way and doesn't make a big thing out of it. Little did we know, Yosef is coming in, guns blazing to Claire. So he walks over and he asks her, he goes, can you just hear me out, listen to my thoughts? And she says, yes. He begins and he's making some valid points. He's talking about how he doesn't really like the dodgeball date and he mm -hmm. thinks some of these actions are immature, blah, blah, blah. But he's being, for the most part, pretty informative. Yeah. Nothing personal. No personal digs, really. Just no. kind of speaking his feelings. So then Yosef starts going on and on to Claire about the fact that he's wasted time with his daughter by being here. And he feels that Claire is wasting his time. He's like, I could be with my daughter right now. And yeah. Claire hits him back with, well, my mom is dying, so. It's like, okay, yeah, thank you. I get that. I also am missing my family member who's on the, her deathbed. Like, it's, and what does he do? Interrupt her. It's so annoying. People on Bachelor and Bachelorette bring this up all the fucking time, like how they're missing out on being home with their kids. And it's like, yeah, I get it. It's really probably hard for them and they miss them, but it's like, no one forced you on the show, Yosef. Exactly. You I could have done do without this. you. I could have done without you. And it's also like, we're not that deep into the season. It's like, it's I get it later three. if it's like, all right, I've been gone for a long time. Am I in this for the long run or am I not? It's like, you just got there, dude. Exactly. Like, you're just, you're mad about other things in your ego other than what your kid. I hate to say it. 
And so as he continues to go on and on and on, I feel like he almost lost his train of thought. He totally did. Or he was working himself up because then he just goes into full blown attack, like shitting on her left and right. And she's just sitting back, not saying a single word. She's like, all right, let's fucking hear it. And he is just ripping her a new one. The amount of things this fucker said, I'm like, okay, you're just some straight up mean asshole. And then I'd like to point out how Yosef makes a couple comments to her as he's spiraling and says, like, things like, you aren't fit to be the mother of my child. You're not setting the right example for my daughter. Thing is, if he's so upset about this strip dodgeball game group date and how that's not a good example for his daughter, like getting naked on TV, that's why Claire didn't have him in that group date. He wasn't even a part of it. And even if you were, no one made you take off your clothes. Like, other than that, which he has no point there, what has Claire done that's like a huge, you are not fit to be the mother of my child? What have I done? We just met. Exactly. Like, does she even know a single thing about you, Yosef? <laughs> like, seriously. Where is this coming from all of a sudden? You've shown me no signs up until now that you were like this angry with me. <laughs> I feel like it's just his ego straight It up. totally is. So then Claire goes in to defend herself and she says literally like two words and he immediately cuts her off and he's like, uh, 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 I'm talking. The fuck you mean? Like you've just been talking for 20 minutes straight and she hasn't said anything. And it's like, you're not talking just to have your point heard. You're just gaslighting the fuck out of her. For real. It's not like you're trying to get anything out of this. There's no solution in end mind. Yeah. He's not trying to work it out. It's like, so you just want me to sit here and be silent while you just bitch me out to my face? Absolutely like That's not. not happening. He goes way over the line and starts being demeaning to her like, Remember, you're almost 40, like real mature for the oldest yeah. bachelorette. Like talking about her maturity level, she's classless. This is this is all an atrocity, like the digs and the name calling. Like you didn't have to go that personal. Don't even know me well enough to say those things. <laughs> and so no one's surprised here. Yosef goes home. <laughs> and when Claire turns around, who is there to greet her when she's upset? Dale fucking Moss. <laughs> I'm like, Dale, 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 of course. Big shocker here that the producers probably said to him, hey, go run over there. Claire's waiting (laughs) for you. Like, this will be perfect. And he runs to the rescue. And he makes her feel better. I'll give him that. But it's like, what I've noticed with Dale is Dale is always wanting to give speeches and he's really like passionate when he talks. And it's like, it's all the most generic shit And Claire eats it up as if he's fucking William Shakespeare reciting a sonnet. I'm like, dude, he has not said one thing extraordinary whatsoever, yet all he wants to do is talk, but has nothing valuable to say. He just wants to hear his own voice. So Claire, after that, is done with conversations and they skip right to the rose ceremony. Guess who made it through? Dale. So now moving on to the group day that didn't fucking happen. Claire is getting ready for the group day and Deanna, who was on uh, as a bachelorette like way back when, um, she comes to visit and they're having a little chat, which is just weird in itself. She kicks it off by only talking about Dale, talking about their connection, how she's already so enraptured with Dale. And she then brings out a pair of his pants. I have a lot of questions here, and I don't feel like I've seen it anywhere addressed. Why does she have Dale's pants? Where did she get those? Was that given as his gift? Oh, For the first day? It must have been, because I'm like, when the- No, he didn't. He gave her dog perfume. Where are these pants coming from? I have no idea. And why is she sniffing the crotch? Why is she showing Deanna his pants? 
And then she sniffs it and goes, mm, this smells like him. Like, what? Can you not? Can you literally not? And then a little foreshadowing in here. Claire literally says to Deanna, this may be the shortest season ever. Referencing Dale. Why are we here? Why are we here, Claire? You know the producers are sitting there and being like, oh, shit, here we, we go. fucked up. Yeah. So... On the other side, the guys are all so excited for the group date. They're fully ready. They're sitting all together waiting for Claire to come in. One hour passes, two hours pass, three hours pass, and then four hours pass. And Claire finally fucking shows up. She made them wait four hours. She is being so disrespectful. She's talking to Deanna for four hours while these guys are waiting. And all the guys can talk about while Claire is with Deanna is how excited they are to finally have like some personal one-on-one -on -one time with her. And she's just like, mm, I'm going to be four hours late and then be like, actually, I'm canceling the whole thing. Let's just have a cocktail party. <laughs> and the cocktail party is so terrible. It's not even like the cocktail party was good that made up for the group date yeah. being canceled. It sucked ass. She's like, I don't want to spend any time with anyone else besides Dale. And the only way I can do that is by going straight to the cocktail party. Exactly. And so Dale kicks off the cocktail party by giving one of his famous monologue speeches <laughs> where he just goes on and on and on about being respectful and like not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm just going to take Claire first real quick, five minutes, like then you guys can have her. Thanks for letting us know that we have your approval, like that you're just deciding this. Like if you're going to take her, just fucking take her. And then the, the audacity for him to make everybody stand up after that stupid ass speech and say group hug. I'm going to throw up. Okay. You are way too confident, way too cocky, Dale. If I can't believe those guys stood up, I would have sat. You know, some guy just got up first and it felt awkward. It was Riley. Riley was dying to sit. He was like, Riley uh -uh. was shaking his head standing up. He's like, oh my God. So after Dale takes Claire... Claire proceeds to lead him into her villa, straight up the stairs, and right onto her bed. Excuse me? When do they ever, unless it's like later in the season, like bring you to their like hotel room? No. You're bringing Dale directly to your bed. And not just your room, your bedroom. Like to your bed. And all they are doing is making out. Boning with their clothes on. Straight I'm like, up. The dry humping here, no words were said. No. It was uncomfortable. And I just think of the cameraman. Like, he's yeah. right in there oh filming that. Then it shows us the guys. They're all sitting in dead silence, like, around the fire pit. And then we find out that Dale has had her for an entire hour. He said five minutes and he, Dale has been making out with her in her room for an hour while the guys sit there and wait after, as if they haven't already waited four hours prior to this. <laughs> and it's not like they're a, like the best of friends. They're not blackout drunk, having a good time. Yeah. They're all like sober, sitting in silence, waiting, terrible time. And then Easy comes in. Ah, uh, Easy, our main guy. He comes in and breaks it up. And when he walks in, Dale's in there and he's like, oh, hey, Dale. It was so weird. It was so uncomfortable. Well, he's knocking at the door outside of her room and he can hear Dale and Claire in the bedroom being like laughing, giggly. She, she's like saying like, get your clothes on. Like, is that someone at the door? Ew. What? And then they're trying to play nonchalant like in the like living area. Yeah. No, Dale's like chilling on the couch and then Easy walks in. And he's like, oh, hey, Dale. Like he can hear them scrambling in the back room like giddy. Ew. All around gross. And then they somehow make it more uncomfortable than it ever needed to be in an already uncomfortable situation. Mm -hmm. 
They both start hysterically laughing about absolutely nothing. Easy's standing there like, am I missing something? Like, if you guys wanted to make it obvious that you guys were just boning, you 100% you accomplished accomplish that. You accomplished that. This happens all the time. People get walked in on kissing with the bachelorette, the bachelor. It happens. And all you do is excuse yourself. Don't make a big scene out of it. Dale loves the attention and making the other guys insecure. He doesn't give a single fuck about them. No, not at all. No. He knows he's the front runner. So after Claire talks to Easy, we get a sneak peek that we usually don't get from Bachelor. Mm-hmm. They showed Claire talking to the producers, basically asking them to hurry the date along. Like, hey, can we hurry this up? Yeah. Like, can we hurry up the rest of the guys? Like, I want to just get back to, uh, to Dale. She had her Dale <laughs> time and now she doesn't give a fuck. So now she's hurrying all the guys through and all the guys are panicking. Like, they're all trying to scramble to get time with her because it's like they didn't have the group date. And now Dale's <laughs> taking an hour of their time. So Claire's talking with Jay, a.k.a. Straight Jacket. Mm-hmm. Things are probably not going great because he's not Dale. So obviously she doesn't give two fucks. <laughs> we know that for a fact. And then a familiar face shows up. <laughs> Dale is fucking knocking at the door, walking in like, oh, oh, didn't know anyone was in here. Whoa, I just stumbled in. He goes, I was just roaming. Are you for real? You're roaming. No one else is roaming. <laughs> no one else has and you just wandered off. And just stumbled upon Claire. And instead of just saying like, oh, sorry, excuse me. He's just standing in the doorway laughing again. Waiting for Claire to invite him in, which she does. She goes, you want to come sit down, right? Like, come in. Kicks straight jacket out of the room immediately. And what do they do? They proceed to make out standing up against the wall. <laughs> do these two know a single thing about each other besides that they're attracted to each other? Or mm-hmm. is that it? I think that's it. So that's a really good thing to go off of. And I'm so happy you already think he's your man. That he's your fiance, like she said. Yeah. So when Chasen walks in... He knocks at the door. He opens up the door. Plenty of time for one to stop making out. Plenty of time where they could have scrambled and been across the room. Yeah. But what does Dale choose to do? He plans to hit a pose over Claire, like making it blatantly obvious that they were in the middle of making out. Not not trying to leave any awkwardness for anyone. Every single time that these fuckers have gotten caught making out and hooking up, they have acted like little school kids in high school getting caught by their parents or at like a party making out. Why are you acting so weird and immature about it? Just so uncomfortable. Have some respect for the other guys. That's what I'm saying. It's like, they might think it's funny. They're totally those people that like think it's funny for them, but it's like only at the expense of making someone else feel bad. All the guys already have the instinct that she only cares about Dale Mm -hmm. and they're making it blatantly obvious. So after Chasen comes in, Dale leaves and he walks back to the guys and Jay has told everybody that Dale walked in for the second time. Mm Mm-hmm. And all the guys are fucking pissed, as we all would. And what comes out of Dale's mouth makes me want to literally slap him across the face. Wake up. Use your brain. He says the words, and I quote, I was dazed and confused. Riley goes, what the fuck does that mean, dude? Uh, I love Riley so much. He's like, no, say, like, say what you mean. Like, Own up to it. He's not finishing a sentence. He just keeps acting as if he had no idea, as if he was possessed. He's like, I had no knowledge. 
The I, fact that he can't finish his goddamn sentence, whether he's lying or trying to say a speech, he is like says two words at a time. And I'm like, finish your sentence, dude. He, Where are your thoughts? Are they are they just non-existent and you're trying to pull words out of the fucking sky? Riley's looking at him like, okay, mm. like I could totally just crush you right now. Riley <laughs> is the realest dude there. He's like, uh-uh, this it, is not real. Wait, I know. What? And I love that he's got that attorney mouth on him. Oh, he's, he's not like, no, 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 Dale, finish what you were saying. Like it is so funny amazing so the date ends of course dale gets the group date rose why wouldn't he Mm -hmm. and then they're all back in the house and the guys are telling the other guys what went down and there's one person (laughs) that's especially mad and it's jason and his demons are also mad (laughs) his demons are angry they're alerting to everyone in the room what has happened and jason is just picking at dale he's like how long did you say you were gonna take claire how long did you say Like, and just forcing it out of his mouth. And Dale's like, I said five minutes. And Dale just somehow, somehow manages to say something just so stupid. That he continues to not even be able to finish his sentence with. Can't even finish what he's saying when he's making this point. And he's just digging himself a hole that I'm like, just have some ownership. Take accountability for one of your actions. And I think it'll take get you a lot further. The thing about Dale is he's just acting as if he's not doing any of it. Like at yeah. least the other villains of the other seasons own their shit. They're like, yeah, I went in there six times. I don't know what to tell right. you. Dale's like, I don't know what you mean. I have no knowledge. I don't understand what you're saying. And what the fuck comes out of his mouth? That he is the best man suited for Claire. And he says it to the room of 20 guys that are all there for her. And Riley's like, oh, hell no. He's like, best man suited for what? Say what you're going to say. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I don't even know what I just said. Like, <laughs> I'm just want to wake him up. I can't tell if this is just his game that he's playing with them. Like, yeah. or are you actually like this? Or are you just being like a cocky son of a bitch? And the thing is, is this happens every single season where there is an instant connection and there is immediately a front runner. And usually the lead, the bachelor or bachelorette gets annoyed. They're like, mm-hmm. thank you. I agree. We have a connection, but I also want to get to know everybody else. Like Hannah B and Luke P. Like they just had an instant connection, but then he was a stage five clinger. Exactly. It's all led by lust at first. And then they start opening their eyes to the red flags. Exactly. And the thing is, is Claire is so wrapped up in the lust and how hot she thinks Dale is that she can't even like literally use any of her other brain cells. She is like in a completely different reality. She is just made up this like fake reality like scenario in her head that Prince Charming and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, you don't even know this guy. Stage five fucking clinger. So we're moving on to the one-on-one date with Zach. And they are going to be doing a relaxing spa, you know, just super chill Everything should be normal. Well, it's not. She picks him up, and the only thing that could come out of her mouth is that Dale looks so good in his hat. Then why the hell is Zach coming on this one-on-one with you? Zach is fully ready for you, head to toe, probably tried hard to get ready, picked his outfit out, and you don't give two fucks. You can only talk about Dale. So rude. Poor Zach is so visibly nervous, and like, he's excited and nervous. You know, it's finally his chance to have some one-on-one time with her, and they're going to the spa. Felt bad. He is really ticklish feet and they're getting a fucking pedicure which i'd be like um my feet are ticklish too like poor guy is trying to roll with the punches and all claire can do is be completely disinterested so obviously too not just because we like know she likes sales like she is so visibly like elsewhere 
She's not asking him any questions no. about himself. Tell me about your family. Tell me about your hometown. Like, tell me about anything about you. They can only talk about what's happening in the present. They're only talking about their spot and like their feet getting touched. There's no deeper conversation happening. Right, and I felt bad for Zach because I noticed every single time Zach was trying to say anything, anything that came out of Zach's mouth, her facial expressions were like, widening her eyes looking around like that's weird okay like so fucking bitchy where i'm like no wonder the poor guy's nervous he's, he's just getting judged by you just be nice make him feel comfortable like you are the host of this show this is all about you these guys are here for you so why wouldn't you want to treat them with any sort of respect like make them feel comfortable no it's just because she has the ache with absolutely yeah. every single one of them and so she doesn't even care so they move on to going to the pool which even then i'm like She's on the raft. Get he's off in the, the fucking water. raft. Get off of the floaty. He was, he's like trying to talk to her. He's hanging on her floaty. He's trying to get anything out of her. And they're walking up the stairs. He's following behind her. And I feel like Claire, out of pure obligation, she felt like she had to. Yeah. She turns around super quick, leans in 90% of the way, and then stops nose to nose with Zach for a kiss and literally stops in her tracks and then is like oh my god like that was weird like let's just go straight to dinner he's like wait what just happened and she's like you pulled back and he's like no I didn't he didn't pull back no we he watched froze. it multiple times I would have froze too it's like the, this entire day when would I ever think that you were about to plan a kiss on me and especially in that moment when we're getting out of the pool and you're walking in front of me what there was no signs from you that gave me any indication that you wanted to lock lips not at all and he immediately panics like he wants to fix it he wants to give her a kiss i think he was trying to be kind of like passionate and yeah. romantic by grabbing her face yeah but she did not fucking like that she felt it was aggressive yeah he was just panicking it was so painful and sad to right. watch i felt so bad for him oh my god the poor guy just like panicked completely oh and it's not even his fault like he gave this his all <laughs> he she was genuinely really excited for this day and she made it absolutely god awful for him like i can't believe the way she treated him she should be really embarrassed he shouldn't be embarrassed whatsoever no like that was not his fault and so she just keeps telling him it's okay she no, she's like it's fine ew like dinner <laughs> and it's like why wouldn't you just tell him hey 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 don't even worry about it. Don't think twice. Like, let's just meet up at dinner and have a fresh start. He would have chilled out right then and there. Yeah. <laughs> she had to make it so uncomfortable. And the biggest dick move that I think I have ever seen in Bachelor Bachelorette history. Zach is ready for dinner. He's dressed to the nines. He's ready to go. He's, you can tell he's so nervous and all he wants to do is probably just talk Make this up. out with her. Yeah. And like explain that he was confused. He didn't know that she tried to kiss him. Yeah. And then Chris Harrison walks through the door and you know what it's chris harrison's fucking day off he doesn't want to be there no he's in a polo and jeans he's chilling he's michael scott on a friday exactly like this is not his job to go and break up with the dudes that you don't want to talk just because you're disinterested in them he did nothing to the point where you shouldn't be there to send him home if you're gonna do it it's rude you it's can't so even rude he didn't do anything to he you. doesn't even get to like explain himself or get any sort of redemption you're just literally gonna cut him off right then and there for no reason whatsoever. So unnecessarily rude too. It's like, I get that you are maybe a little uncomfortable and that he's giving you the ick, but it's like, you can still show up that you love talking about. Yeah, if you're miss show up, you want the guys to show up, then how about you do that for one? So now we move on to the group date, which is a roast. 
they have all of the guys for the group day up with their little speeches for their roast, and then all of the rest of the guys and Claire are watching them perform. Somehow Claire has weaseled Dale into the date. Again, he's there, and Dale's the only <laughs> one that gets fucking roasted. Came back to bite both of them right in the ass. Someone had to take center stage <laughs> and just blow us away. And little did we know that guy would be Bennett. Our king. Oh my god. Who knew? Who knew that these things were going to come out of him? He kind of just skates by in the back, yeah. slightly jogging to each location, not <laughs> saying much. And he came out here fucking balls to the wall. Balls to the walls, guns blazing. Bennett ripped Dale a fucking new one and all of the guys are stoked. Oh, they're all here for this. So he starts off by saying, when do you think Claire is going to realize that you, Dale, are here to campaign for president and that you aren't actually into her? Uh, boom roasted. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes, you look like the snake from the Jungle Book. Boom roasted. <laughs> Excuse me. And then he turns around and does a mic drop. All the guys are cheering on their feet. Standing ovation. No one ever saw this coming out of Bennett. Neither did we. And we would like to publicly apologize. Bennett, I'm so sorry. I had no idea your potential. <laughs> we first thought of you as, you know, the scarf, the martini, the Rolls Royce you're rolling up in. Absolutely. But little did we know what you had within you. Who knew that you would turn from a scarfed cocoon into a savage ass butterfly? I love you, Bennett. And then Steph, say your favorite part. Say your favorite part of the whole night. When Bennett said, roast went well, lit Dale up. I said, that's my man. That right there. Thank you, sir. I'll take 10. I loved every single moment out of Bennett. He's so proud. He's so proud He's of like, his actions. He's like, yeah, no, lit him up. Lit him right up. No regrets. Went super well for me. <laughs> So after the roast, it's the cocktail party, and Claire is proceeding to take Bennett right away because you know that she was not fucking happy everybody was roasting her man. Because Bennett wasn't the only one. No. Every guy made it a part of their performance and their speech. Um, so Claire is absolutely investigating with every person. So she pulls Bennett first and she just keeps asking him, like, wow, you really went at Dale hard. Like, can you tell me exactly what like you meant by all of that just digging and digging and digging like dying to know this is where bennett lets loose that dale said that he was the front runner aka best man suited mm -hmm. from that point on she hears nothing else but best man suited from all the other guys. She doesn't give two fucks about any of them. And she's not asking because she needs to know if this is a bad guy. She wants to know because she's like, oh, so he's talking about me? Like, what did he say? Tell me exactly what he said start to finish. And so finally, Bennett is like, I've given Dale enough screen time, enough air time tonight. Can we move on and talk about something else? That's and, not Dale. And she says, I'm sorry. Can you tell me what Dale said again? Like, it was as if she didn't even hear him. Are you for real? And from that point on, all she proceeds to do with each guy is talk about Dale. Every digging, single one. Digging and digging and digging. And all of the guys are reading right through her. They're like, you just want to talk about him. If you can't talk to him, you want to talk about him. They're all discussing amongst each other how that's all they talked about. One of the guys literally says, he goes, does anybody think that with their conversation tonight that they furthered their relationship with Claire? Did we get anything out of our conversations other than talking about Dale? Anyone? Everyone agreed. They're like, no, all we talked about was Dale. And Ben, Ben was one of the guys that you can tell he's a nice guy. He roasted all the other guys and then did a little dig at Dale at the end. Nothing big, nothing flashy like our man Bennett here. Right. One comment out of all of the jokes he made. And Claire can only ask about that. 
That's he, all she can cares about. Yep. And he's like, he even said that. He's like, that's all she had to ask me about out of everything I said. So she comes back and she goes, there's a rose here, isn't there? And they're all like, yep, we've been staring at it all night. And she proceeds to tell them that she didn't get what she needed out of them. So she's not giving out the rose. No one gets a rose after everything that they've been put through because they didn't do enough. She didn't get enough out of them. Well, that's funny because all you wanted to talk about was Dale. And we didn't get enough out of you, bitch. Exactly. And when the guys wanted to talk about themselves or about her, they weren't allowed. It was like only could she talk about Dale. And that I could have called from a mile away. It's like Dale's not on the date. No one's fucking getting a rose. And that right there is the moment that I was done with Claire. Done. You're telling me that you can't see a relationship with one of these guys. None of them you could even see yourself talking to next week. Exactly. Not even one guy just tonight. You don't even deserved a rose. Not one. No. And Damar even said, he goes, I would feel better if one of you got the rose. Like I would rather someone get it and have it not be me than no one get it. Cause that only solidifies in all of their heads that she doesn't give a fuck about them and that she's only here for Dale. Yeah. And the producers are like, oh shit. They've come out and said, that's the moment we knew that Claire has to go. Oh yeah. And she walks off the set and she's walking back to her villa and she says to the producer, she's like, I just couldn't give out one of the roses to the guys because they just dissed on my fiance way too hard. Excuse the fuck out of me, your fiance? They dissed on your fiance. Huh. That's weird. I thought it was week three. And I also, I just thought of this. Um, Another point is... Why is Claire acting like just because she really likes Dale that she can't get to know any of the other guys? It's like you're not in an exclusive relationship with him. You guys aren't together on the outside world. Like this is the point of the show where you're supposed to talk to everyone. Right. And then figure it out. Come up with a couple four. Like you're supposed to broaden your network here. Yeah. And guess what? Also, let's look down the future real quick. Say her and Dale end up together and then they break up. Well, none of those men that were once interested with her on the show want anything to do with her anymore. No, and she gave up the opportunity of a lifetime. Like Hannah B, when it didn't work out with Peter, she went back to Tyler. Like she had all these other people she could talk to from the show and kind of rekindle things. Claire, that's not an option anymore. No, they're about to light her up at yeah. the fucking mental. And off. guess who's leading the revolt? Kenny, because <laughs> back at the group date, Kenny straight up says, You want to get crazy? Let's get fucking crazy. (laughs) I'm like, if that is not something that would have came out of my mouth on that show, (laughs) let's get fucking crazy. They've had it. It's a straight up revolutionary war out here, dude. And he's banding everyone together. He's like, yeah, guys, he is voicing it all. He's like, why are we here? What are we doing? We're wasting our time. Yeah. Oh. Um, And he doesn't even give a shit. Like normally the guys would go like tell on him, declare if someone was saying like the wrong things, not wanting to be there. And he's like, no, we're all thinking and feeling the same way. Let's get the fuck out of here then. Exactly. And that. That's where the episode comes to a close. And then the only redeeming part of this episode, the only thing that shows a glimpse of hope. I know. Is Taysha getting out of that fucking pool. Taysha soaking wet coming out of that pool. That's what we needed. (laughs) I mean, slicked back. Neon bikini looking fucking fire. I can't wait for her to come on this show. And we have so many questions. Like, I have no idea how it's going to pan out. I don't want to lose the guys we have. I want more guys to come on. And I want Claire to leave. <laughs> Claire, get the fuck out of here. And you know what, Taisha? I think you should call Zach back and let him let him know he can come back on the show. Jesus. You, we are very concerned for Zach's feelings. Zach, how is Zach's mental health right now? For real. Poor uh, Zach. We are so pumped for Taisha. Next week is just, it's getting so good. Somehow it gets better and better each week. Honestly, I guess I do love Claire for this. I I love the drama. Mm-hmm. I love all this shit. And I love that Tasha's coming for us.
So now moving on to gossip of the week. I want to point out that The Bachelorette right now is our main focus. But (laughs) these two points we're about to make that we're about to cover are things that we absolutely have to address. First up, Ariana Grande and her new song and music video, Positions. Ariana simply knows how to deliver. She delivers every single time. No questions asked. No fucks given. She is here and she is here to sing. A plus chef's kiss. I love Ariana. You know we are huge fans. But like her coming out with any new piece is just iconic. And like the fact that she made it about like women running the country and her being a boss ass bitch and she's fucking cooking in the kitchen and leading the country and doing all this shit. I'm like iconic. And also me and Meredith are huge mega fans of music videos. Oh, in general. It will make me like a song 10 times more. I don't even care if I don't like the song or the music video. I'm here to watch it. It's like (laughs) I'm here to enjoy. And so every time she makes a music video, I'm blown away. I just don't understand how someone could be legit so perfect. Perfect voice, perfect style, her hair, her body, her figure, everything about her start to finish. (laughs) There is not one, one single thing I can tell you that I don't like about her. If I had one, I'd shut my mouth. (laughs) Exactly. I wouldn't fucking say it. (laughs) And I would like to point out that I love that Ariana Grande is leaving us little Easter eggs inside of her songs. Every time. She's always throwing shit in there. Something, something's up. The first lyric that I want to point out is she says to me, I'm not going to sing it. (laughs) Don't you dare ask. (laughs) Heaven sent you to me. I'm just hoping I don't repeat history. Okay. Emphasis on the Pete, Pete Davidson and their past engagement. Yeah. Thank you for the rundown. (laughs) The thing is, before I even heard the song or saw the music video, I saw somebody on Twitter tweet this line. And I was like, oh, she probably just said repeat, like normal. That's what I thought too. Then I heard it. Then I heard the song and saw the music video. I go, oh, there was an emphasis on the pause. There's an emphasis on the pause here. Uh Uh-huh. What is your other favorite line? Oh, she says, I want to meet your mama on a Sunday, make a lot of love on a Monday. I don't know. Chef's kiss. You tell me. And guess what? She's released like all of the, the titles of all of her songs on this album. One of them is 34 plus 35 equals, do the math, 69. 69. <laughs> I don't know. Something about that Position song. 69, nasty, the She's whole thing. She's always making her music like a little bit sexual, but it's not like, wow. It's like, no, she's making it like subtle. You can play it and you're not really thinking twice about it if no. you're with like your parents or your grandparents, but she knows damn well what she's doing in a classy way. And that's what we love about her. So moving on, we're going to talk about Kim Kardashian's trip for her 40th birthday. They go to a private island. She invites her and all of her family and her closest friends, all the kids, and they took a little getaway. And they got a lot of shit for doing it. (laughs) Which I, I genuinely like... I see both sides. Totally. So basically the controversy is that she tweeted something talking about the trip that they took, saying... Her and her family and friends, they all quarantined for like 14 days. They all took COVID tests and they all went to this private island so they could be like safe, pretend everything's like normal for them and celebrate her birthday. When she tweeted this, she definitely came across as bragging and saying, I know that I'm really fortunate. I'm humbled that she's like, I know that this is so far out of reach for so many people right now. That's the line, honey. That's the line. That's the line. You can be humbled. You can be appreciative. You can even, you know, acknowledge your privilege. But like that line about how it's so far out of reach for everybody else, that was where people got mad. 
And it's also COVID touchy subject with everyone right now. So they definitely got to tiptoe around like what they say and do. But also, no matter what the fuck the Kardashians ever do or say, someone's got an issue with it. Exactly. Like they're so mad that she went to a private island. But the thing is, is people are still going to restaurants. People are still going and having weddings and trips and still doing things. So it's like, you're just mad that they're doing it the bougiest way possible. Exactly. But the thing is, is they do that shit 24-7 anyways. This is not out of the ordinary for them. If she had a little gathering with 30 people at her house, people would still be pissed. People would be like, why are they throwing a party during COVID? But it's like, oh, but only average people get to have weddings? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it does not affect any of us. She's not hurting anyone by this. She's not infecting other people. It's like, let her do her thing because... You know damn well if we had the amount of money they did and we had that opportunity to do the same thing, we absolutely would go to that private island and do it. Exactly. I can't hate on her for it. No, everyone's just jealous. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely. Everyone is just mad that they get to go to a private island and act like everything's normal right now and that they don't have to wear masks and do social distancing. So I either, I can't do it or I do it, but then I can't post about it, which I'm sorry if I'm going to do that and I'm having a huge fun birthday party, a for- major birthday, 40-year-old birthday. They're going to post But I can't about post about it. I'd be like, no, I'm posting. But could she have captioned it differently and gone about it differently? Sure. But she probably didn't think, oh, this is going to be a huge controversy. Like, and even if she did, who gives a fuck? Another thing we want to acknowledge was where was Kylie? Kylie, where you at, girl? Stormy? Hello? Travis? Beach time. Beach play, where's your toys? Fucking Tristan Thompson was there. Gross. Excuse me? Like, no. But Kylie and I, we definitely, we've come to terms that Kylie's a homebody. She does her own thing. She's a lone wolf. Yeah, I don't think she's really into it. But I'm also like, you really couldn't go to your sister's 40th birthday party, an exclusive island? For real. (laughs) I'd be like, sign me up. Like, I will sub in as Kylie if anyone wants to have me. All right, guys, and that's a wrap on this week's episode of Let's Gossip. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We will see you snitches next Thursday for another gossip update. So usually when... Usually. (laughs) Usually. Oh my God. Okay, sorry. Someone... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Hey, Wheezy. (laughs)